Hello, and welcome to The Pun is Mightier, the wordplay about podcast. I am your host, Adam. And I am Michael Michael Motorcycle. Hey, Michael, why are you Michael Michael Motorcycle this week? I like it. I like how it sounds. I do not own a motorcycle. They terrify me. But Michael Michael Motorcycle. Sounds really good to me. Let's rev up our engines, shall we? All right, let's shift it into gear. Um, we had a great show last week. Thanks to Stephanie for rolling by the dining room and joining us. That worked pretty well for the motorcycle rolling by. Oh, yeah. Stephanie, like though. Handled her own. She did. And uh, she came out on top to give you guys a spoiler for how the voting went. She came out on top. Was it six to one? Six to one. Yeah, it was very impressive. And honestly, I felt kind of bad looking at it afterwards please vote for me it makes me sad i mean i knew that she would really bring the heat but also thank her friends if she got her friends to vote not saying that she did but thank them for listening to the pun is mightier podcast we appreciate that and we hope to have her on in the future so if you have any suggestions on hosts that you'd like to see or if you would like to host feel free to bring them up to us we'd be happy to have stephanie or others on in the future yeah, um, you don't even have to live in the Seattle area. Um, we can do it remote. Michael and I are even going to test doing some remote recording over this summer because for some reason, I have a lot of travel planned the next couple months. Um, we're getting really creative with our scheduling. So I'm envious of Adam. He's traveling everywhere, and I'm, I'm not, but that's fine. But seriously, that's awesome. I'm excited for him to travel, explore, and spend gas money. Yeah, it's it's great. Although I will I will be honest, you know, when I'm driving through like Nebraska and South Dakota and stuff, it will be rather plain. Yes. And if you do a show from there, it'll be pretty corny if you ask me. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. I don't want to have to stalk you out if you don't answer your phone. Well, what about when I'm in when I'm in North Dakota? Do you think oil be okay? The sh- I shale. Okay. Oil, Adam Oil Oil field some other questions too. <laughs> please do, please do. So Adam, how was your week? My week was wonderful. So Michael over here got me started uh driving Lyft for whatever freaking reason and um I've had some really interesting conversations since I started driving. Um I also sometimes play the pun is mightier while we are while I'm driving. Do you really? Yeah, you know I think you actually you you put it really well um, when we talked before the show where you said that it's a whole different experience listening to yourself after the show um, because you're in a very different mindset than when we record. So when I'm sitting and I'm driving around, um, it's just a wonderful feeling to listen and see all the ridiculous shit that we say. It's passive. It's passive. You just sit back and relax. And when you record I'm thinking a mile a minute like a Michael Michael motorcycle. <laughs> and yeah, just trying to churn out puns. And it's overwhelming at times, but we pull through. Yeah. And I, I mean, it really lifts our spirits when we're sitting in the car. Oh, I have a fantastic lift story. Hit um, me. Okay. So I picked up a female who was being picked up under a guy's name and a guy's picture. I pull up to the house. I'm like, hey, that's not you. She's like, oh, no, he called the cab for me. That's fine. She hops in the back. She's laughing. She's on her phone. 
She comes up to me and says, hey, can you drop me off on, say, like Broadway and Pine? Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't mind, but that's not your stop. She's like, that's fine, but can you also end the ride at where he picked and not to make it seem like he thought I went home? Dude, that's so creepy. I loved it. So I dropped her off, and she told me, thank you. I can trust you. I know you're a good guy. And I drove to her stop without her and ended the ride. So she told me she was going to meet with a friend for a drink. Mm -hmm. That friend could be a guy or girl. But – I like to think I help somebody cheat on their boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, maybe you help somebody escape a really weird hookup. I may have, but I like to think that I was a bit more mischievous. But that was my funny story for the week, so happy to add to that. That's pretty wonderful. Um, I actually picked up a local celebrity while I was driving this Did week. Did you really? Yeah, I got the uh, the weekend weather woman for, for Cairo. Good for you. I've only... I well, I did pick up a um, TV host from one of the shows here back in the '90s. He sounded like Mike Rowe. He told me his history. He Wait, was they had lift back in the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> TV show in the '90s. Um, but that was my celebrity. Other than that, I just get people who are drunk and fun. Yeah, there. I mean, it's it's been a really fun ride for the last little bit. Um, I'll stick with it for a little while. Um, just something to keep me entertained. And actually, it was a great excuse to get paid while I was uh, listening to the hockey game on Thursday night. Go Caps. Yes. We talk about them later, so no spoilers. Spoiler. All right. But, Michael, how was your week? Week was fine. I went to the pinball convention yesterday. And so, did you know that I have several mothers? No. I have one mother who makes me spaghetti, one mother who makes me Indian food, and then one mother who likes to make me a lot of good food. I call her my taco ma. Nice. <laughs> it was in Tacoma. It was in Tacoma, if you're wondering. So taco ma. Lol. And it was a blast. I got to play a lot of fun games. One game from 1938. Whoa. It's really weird to see how pinball was different. You just shot a ball and it bounced on things and it mm-hmm. counted for points. It was weird, but um, pretty fun week for me. Um, hosted trivia twice. Um, no drama here. No drama. That's good. Um, actually, now that I think about it, if and when we get popular enough that we can start taking the pun is mightier on the road, uh, we should make our way down to San Francisco for a weekend. They have a they have a museum called the Musée Mécanique. Have you ever been? No. Okay. No, it's not even a setup. Okay. The Musée <laughs> Musée Mécanique is on um it's at Fisherman's Wharf and it's basically like old arcade games and like old arcade things. So it's got pinball machines from the 1930s. It's Ooh. got um old Nickelodeons, you know, you put some money in and you like watch a video. It's super cool. I like that spooky old aspect to arcades and, like, the metal figures and there's clowns and mm-hmm. just spooky things. So yeah. I'm game for it. Uh, game for it. <laughs> also, I feel like I learned so much stuff while I was at that, while I was at that museum um, just surrounded by ancient machines. It was really like an old school. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I hope you guys enjoy to hear our voices tell some puns and not tell some puns. I enjoy this part, so thank you for allowing us to educate you yeah. a bit about our lives. That was wordy. 
It's pouring outside. Let's do it, Adam. Hell yeah. It's time. And now on to our first segment. Pun, pun, pun. The, the, the. News, 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 news. All right, Michael. Tell me, what's in news this week? Why, certainly my good friends. The G7 summit began on Thursday. And normally, friendly relations between Canada and the U.S. have gotten off to a rocky start. Trudeau and Trump have been engaging in verbal spars on trade wars as Trump claims that Canada is hurting the U.S. And of course, even after I wrote this script here, more things happened, didn't they? More things happened. Trump called him out on Twitter, and it just went to kaput. So you have two friendly nations now going back and forth. But Trump slammed his counterpart as indignant. I think the more damning part is that he even knew what that word was. You know I'm right. <laughs> That's true, though. Oh. Yes. If a poll were run about who would who you would rather run the U.S., Trudeau would win in a landslide. There is too much positive praise to not Quebec the dots. Oh. Oh, bad. <laughs> oh, I've... I've been actually following this news, and there's been rumors a lot lately that uh, Trump is talking about withdrawing the United States from this group of seven. To It would lighten their drama load and might even make them feel light enough to fly like a G6. Uh, he brings in these musical puns. Love the guy. Meanwhile, Trump would turn around and celebrate at the border by popping bottles with ice. Ooh. He would really be Putin the world on ice right now as he even wants Russia back in the G7 or I guess it'd be a G8. Who knows? Maybe they'll just trade. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's the problem they're trying to work out right this second. Yeah. So um, give me something. All right. And slightly more local news. Uh, Microsoft this week announced a purchase. It's purchase of source code repository GitHub in an all stock deal worth seven and a half billion dollars. Microsoft has for decades positioned open source software as lesser quality or a cancer even, and yet they're now going to be hosting thousands of open source projects across the world on its servers. I've actually been using GitHub for probably eight years now. If you want to look at the crappy code that I write, you can go to github.com slash heyaee. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Now, I've compiled several puns about this story. Let's see what we've come up with. Oh, you coder. Uh, the news actually broke in the middle of recording last week's episode, uh, but we didn't have the opportunity to report it because the story was still developing. <laughs> now, I also drank a lot of coffee while researching and writing about the GitHub story. Uh, you're listening to a recording of my JavaScript. The, <laughs> the Linux Foundation praised the acquisition this week, recognizing that times have changed in the open source community and calling the acquisition, quote, good news. I half expect them to host an overnight pastry baking event just to celebrate. You know, a python. I could go for some pie right now. That sounds so good. (laughs) Pie Bar in Seattle has good pie, guys. Yum. I mean, this really does seem like a perfect business deal if you ask me. Nothing all too complex, and it benefits many. Just a very basic move. Ooh. I saw that one coming from a mile away. It's a very visually basic move. (laughs) I I don't know much about computer terms. I went on Google. And I was like, <laughs> what are some languages out there? But the gatekeepers for this coding had to pay a pretty hefty bill. Nice. Bill Gates has money. 
All right, keep us going, Mike. Michael, sure. what's going on? Well, uh, I'm moving into some pretty sad news. Um, famed chef and TV host Anthony Bourdain was found dead on Thursday morning at the age of 61. Oh. Yeah. His death, I mean, really was shocking. And for someone who has, for many, you know, even myself, found comfort in watching his episodes, mm-hmm. um, his travels, the relationships he built, and the places he exposed us to, it was, I mean, it was a bummer. It was a bummer compared to other celebrities who recently passed away. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So. In his rough-and-tumble look, along with his unapologetic reviews, made him sort of the rock star of the industry. Places he visited were given so much high praise that whenever I wanted to go visit a place I was told to go, all I heard was, sorry, we have no reservations. Oh, womp womp. Yeah. Great show. Um, Another big celebrity death this week was purse icon Kate Spade. I was never personally a fan of her purses. Neither was my ex. (laughs) They just lacked some core fundamentals. Ooh. ooh. Now, you know, um, this is actually a true story. I always used to confuse Anthony Bourdain and Piers Anthony in my mind. I know it's weird. Um, I mean, both were celebrities. Both were on TV. Both older gentlemen. I think this mix-up was solidified in my mind uh, when I watched their CNN miniseries co-production on San Francisco Dining. Piers Anthony Bourdain, Bart's Unknown. <laughs> that Bay Area Rapid Transit? Oh, yeah. See, so if you're not from San Fran, look it up. You'll be in good shape. Speaking about San Francisco, but also apropos of nothing, the Washington Capitals and the District of Columbia are celebrating their first-ever Stanley Cup championship beating the Vegas Golden Knights 4-3 to on Thursday night to take the series at four games to one. Yay! We've been talking a lot about hockey and a lot about professional sports lately because sports go sports. I like sports. I have on a second week in a row an Eagle shirt, so go me. I'm actually wearing uh, one of my Washington, D.C. shirts because uh, for those of you not in the know, I used to live in D.C. And so that means that some of these puns are coming from personal experience. For example... This is the closest Washington, D.C. has come to a Super Bowl since they legalized marijuana in 2015. And in fact, this is the first major sports championship to come to the nation's capital in 30 years. In an era when the National Mall doesn't even fill up for an inauguration, this may be Washington's monumental celebration of the next few years. That's that's important. The coolest thing that I I heard uh, while listening to the final game was that the winning goal came off the stick of Lars Eller, who became the first pastry to win a Stanley Cup. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I got my facts wrong. Two Berliners beat him to the punch, so Eller is merely the first Danish hockey player to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot to chew on right there, I'll tell you that. Jeez Louise. <laughs> but no Dutch babies. <laughs> oh, hey, no Dutch ovens either. Oh. Yeah. Hey, uh, that one was really just blown in the Swedes, but it was really... A sweet finish. The Capitals captain was thrilled to lift the cup and to hug his family afterward. He welcomed a new daughter not all too long ago, his Ovechkin. Oh, that one's so cute. I know, it's so gorgeous. I don't know why you were rushing through that one. Oh, sorry about that. Um, Hey, let's go on to some politics, shall we? All right. This week in Trump, I hold the key this week. Usually Adam has this one. But we wanted to get me off the sports one. But I went back to sports. Of course. This week in Trump, the president withdrew an offer for the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles to attend the White House. 
In a letter and tweet storm that dominated the headlines, President Trump claimed that their willingness to not stand for the national anthem was disrespectful. Lame. I know. Eagles players came out quickly to say that no one on their team kneeled and that Trump was blowing smoke. The internet had their backs and said they certainly did not kneel. They were just linked together and were Armstrong. Uh, yeah, Space. There's a new Armstrong trailer that came out. Haven't really? seen it yet. It stars uh, Ryan Gosling. Ooh, he interesting. Plays, yeah, haven't seen it though. Additionally, he's got a nice he's got a nice booty. A real astronaut. <laughs> he's also easy on the eyes. But we move on. Additionally, Trump uninvited the Cavaliers and the Warriors to the White House, although both teams said they wouldn't go. I have heard that players are swishing that Obama was still in office. Ooh, aren't we all? Yeah, all. <laughs> uh, Trump just seems confused by professional sports entirely. While he was watching the Stanley Cup finals last week, he even drew up plans for an NHL celebration entitled DC Hockey for the win. Nothing but Nats. <laughs> um, and to wrap up our uh, our upon the news this week, this one isn't actually super newsy, but. Uh, this week, the first full trailer dropped for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Ooh. Sony's animated take on the Marvel franchise. Rather than going with the often-used Peter Parker origin story, Into the Spider-Verse sees Miles Morales claim the mantle of Spider-Man. Which is exciting, rather than having a third Peter Parker origin story. Right. Fourth. Fourth. Jeez. Yeah, fourth. But, all right, so a little backstory so that they don't have to cover it in the movie. Uh, in 2011, Marvel editor Brian Michael Bendis created Miles Morales to take up the role of Spider-Man after Peter Parker's death in the Ultimate Marvel Universe. In the comics, Miles Morales is 13 years old, black, Latino, and from Brooklyn. In reality, Miles Morales is the first Spider-Man of the internet age, but he's far from its first web crawler. <laughs> people, people freaked out when they first saw the character. Not, not because he was a superhero of color, mind you. It was his age. Holy shit, they said. You are a knid. <laughs> also in the trailer, keep your eyes open for a blink-and-you'll-miss-it cameo from Gwen Stacy in costume. Did you catch it, Michael? <gasps> I hope you spider, man. Oh, I sure did. Um, I really think that this helps to breathe some new life into the franchise. It'll, appear t- it'll, yeah, it'll appeal to nerds and to younger crowds. I'm happy the idea looks polished and that they aren't just throwing out anything in hope that it'll stick. Oh. Yeah, that was a real web zinger. <laughs> Love it. Yes, Love yes, it. yes. Um, now, the last thing that, that came up, uh, you all might know that E3 is coming up in, this, uh, in the next few days. So Las Vegas is going to be hosting the gaming convention uh, as it does every year. Um Many years they have some really good announcements, but each year each year has some really good things and some really bad things. The most dramatic things tend to have the most fallout. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. A slot of developers there. Oh jeez. Yeah, I sniped your pun, didn't I? He he really did. I was thinking, "Oh, I'm going to say Fallout because I know very few game titles. What's what what's the one with people in the car?" The cars they fight need for. Are you talking about Need for Speed? Oh, it, Twisted Metal. Uh, oh, hey. Speaking of Vegas, I hear that you get some pretty drunk drivers out there, and it turns uh-oh. into a game of Crazy Taxi. Oh. Which probably doesn't happen in the game for the past fifteen years. Oh yeah. 
Um, that's I, that's rough. I was really hoping that that one of these days they would move E3 to um, to Seattle, or at least Sega's conference would be here in Seattle, so that they could finally announce um, a game, uh, Sega's like number one game um, set in Seattle, the Super Sonic. <laughs> Sean Kemp would love that one. They were, I heard, going to live stream the event. Really? So everyone could watch it around the world. But they've already been having problems because there's just been too much overwatching of it. Nice. That's right. I know games. Um, well, unfortunately, E3 is only a week long. It doesn't stretch out over a fortnight. That, that's, that's the other game I was thinking of, Fortnite. People play that one. Yeah. Um, um, and And it sounds really good that they're going to be streaming it because uh, I've heard in years past that you know, if you use YouTube, I'm sure it's going to be great. If you use Twitch, I'm sure it would be great. But E3, if they ever try to use uh, their own website, I worry that their portal will, will crash. That's, who makes that game, Portal? Valve. Okay. Well, let's... Uh, I, I think we're running out of steam, so let's move on. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Oh, wait a second. Before we go, before we go, I completely forgot. Oh. This is such a great conference that they will ha that they're hosting in the Sim City. And now on to our second segment, Punatomy. Punatomy, where we break down puns. This week's pun comes courtesy of Childish Gambino, the dong lover. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that was his Twitter handle not that long ago. So this week's pun is, "Took the G out your waffle." All you got left is your ego. From the song Freaks and Geeks by Childish Gambino. <laughs> so it's, I mean, I think that it's a pretty darn witty, uh, witty pun. You know, you got, took the G out your waffle. All you got left is your ego. So, Michael, where did the G come out of? The G came out of the word ego. He said, took it out of your ego because if you add a G to ego, you get Ego. I love Legos. Lego, my ego. Mmm. Legos. Yes. You ever try to eat a Lego? God, that sounds miserable. I stepped on a Lego before with a cry. Ouch. So took the G, took the G out your waffle. So where are they taking the G? Or like, what do they mean by uh, took the G out your waffle? What do you think? Um, I think it means we take the swagger out of your step, possibly. All right. I think that's plausible. It may not be right, but it's plausible. Yeah. Um, could also be something about money perhaps like took a g out your waffle i wonder if waffle would be like a wallet. a wallet oh that see i was interpreting it as g being like a gangster and mm -hmm. like waffle being your kind of like swag like i got the waffle so when i take the g out of your waffle you lose a bit of your swag right um now when you got two kind of white guys um analyzing hip-hop you know this is what you get um but yes, the, you do. but yeah so then you you break it down a little bit and let's let's assume uh using your interpretation of what the g and the waffle means um what's the hidden meaning when you take the g out your waffle all you got left is your ego what does that mean yeah i mean to me when you take that swagger out of your steph yeah out of your step <laughs> thanks steph when you take the swagger out of your step all you have left is your ego that doesn't have much weight behind it it's now just this inflated ego and there's not much substance to it. So that's why I interpreted it that way. 
Yeah. I um I interpreted it similarly. Admittedly, like different different interpretation of what the G meant. Um I thought that, you know, if G was money, like a like a thousand dollars, a grand, um, you take you take the G out your waffle, like you run out of money, but all you got left is your ego. That's all you have left is, you know, your pride to show who you still are. Good point. I mean I like Adams now that I hear it, but mine makes sense too. So don't hate on me, haters. I I agree. Don't hate on him. Um, but it's. I mean, I think that it's also just really witty. I think it's really funny because you wouldn't. It, no matter no matter which one it is, like you don't necessarily um, conflate ego waffles with one's pride. Not at all. So if all you got left is your ego, um, where the hell did that connect to your breakfast food? It's, uh, it's it's very syrupy right there. I used to eat Eggos all the time. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. And, I mean, I think we kind of said why it's funny. Yeah. This was probably my favorite one so far because I wasn't like, oh, I don't know what it means, Adam. Can you give me an explanation because I'm not smart? I have to give, like, mad props to Childish Gambino as well. First off, I saw him in concert a few years back, and he does a fantastic live show. Um, more importantly than that, though, he's just an incredibly witty and intelligent rapper. Um, all the all the lyrics that he writes, like they, he picks his words very carefully, and you can see the you know the comedy writer in in Donald Glover that comes out when he raps as Childish Gambino. It's just really a wonder to behold. Yeah, it's a lot to really catch on to. It's kind of childish, actually, but. It's it's a good gambit. Oh, I think we're done. I think we're done. Good job. Drop the mic. This week's pun off is being brought to you by the Columbia City Theater. Based in beautiful Columbia City, this old school theater offers amazing views and killer sound. Yeah, um, that sounds pretty good to me. Can you tell me a little more? Of course I can. Ooh, just listening to that is already music to my ears. I'm nervous to really do this as you're really setting the stage. Nice. Um, I need to be more amped up for this one. Amp me up. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean, but I worry that if I'm too efficient, uh, then I might be. I might come off as Kurt in. Oh. Well, hey, I don't want to get mixed up in your nonsense right now. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm a something about a about liquor. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm I mean I'll I'll be right here when I come to see a show. Uh, I actually did see a show there recently. I did as well, but so I went to see um a singer called Rachel Yamagata. Have you ever heard hear of her? No, I've not. So um I like I tried to. All right, here we go. I tried to curry favor um by going to the Columbia City Theater. Because I really love going to see um, indie in the Columbia City Theater. <laughs> I saw a artist called Simmel. He is the lead singer of a band called Barcelona that's based out of Seattle. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no pun there. I just saw Barcelona. I love the theater. So, please visit the Columbia City Theater. For more information, visit or Google Columbia City Theater. Yes, that's the one. 
Columbia City Theater. Also, they do karaoke on Wednesday nights. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, I love karaoke. And I mean, as long as as long as a tune you can carry okay, then you should go on and do it. And now on to our final segment of the week. The pun This is our final round in which Adam and I will go back and forth in a two-minute pun explosion of a topic drawn at random. Drawn at random from our box of Punderdome puns uh, purchased for us by friend of the pun, Michelle. And you will get to go on our Facebook page at The Pun Is Mightier Podcast and tell us who do you think did well or better, Adam or myself, Michael. Yes. Um, last week, Stephanie beat me handily. Uh, I have no problem saying it. She was fantastic. So this week, uh, come to Facebook.com slash The Pun Is My Dear Podcast and uh, vote for the winner. Let's pick. Let's do it. Two minutes are on the clock. And the topic drawn from random in the box is the Olympics. The Olympics. We love sports. All right. So the Olympics. Uh, I think that I'm surprised that we are still wrestling with ideas for this topic. I agree. I mean, it could be confusing, but I think we could clear the hurdles. I agree. And I think that we should uh, stay on track and field whatever puns come our way. We need to keep pace. Otherwise, we'll just fall behind. Ah, yes. Um, Dude, that's a golden pun right there. Yes. I I, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I can't come up with even a silver of a pun there. Um. I'm, I just feel like I'm skating through. I'm not doing as well as I could be. Well, I think you you have a pretty good figure. Yeah. Um, I really believe in performance-enhancing drugs. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. I think that performance-enhancing drugs are the future. Um, if you can purchase your way to, to victory, then you should. You should be the world's best bi-athlete. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. I, but... I really feel like we're just cycling through the same puns with sports, but I'll take it. I'm good with that. Nice. Uh, I am so glad that you're not running away from brilliance. No, but I hear that you may be moving soon, so soon you'll be doing a lot of boxing. Nice. A lot of boxing. That's true. Um, and I've <laughs> I've been going through mental gymnastics, just coming up with all the different places that I could move. Uh, it's really – it's a you really need to – you know, walk a tight line, balance yourself pretty well right now. Yeah. Don't fall. I, you know, I'm kind of nervous in this pun off. I'm like, I'm so scared that you're going to beat me. I am straight up pulling my pants. I see you over here flipping over here. Yeah, that was a, we've been really doing a deep dive into the Olympics this time Stay around. Stay in your lane. Come on. Uh, London. And that was your pun off, so make sure you either vote for Adam or myself, Michael, on Facebook.com forward slash The Pun Is Muddier Podcast, and let us know what you think. Again, that's Facebook.com forward slash The Pun Is Muddier Podcast. We will have this episode up for you on bright and early on Monday morning for your commute, and on Friday, uh, join us again for more... Uh, punny goodness with our bonus content so thank you for listening to our podcast today this has been michael and this has been adam have a great week bye guys